this horrible year never end? We've never lost a year before, and I'll be damned if we're gonna lose one on my shift. I'm not sure what the f*** this is. I'm about to find out. This is Tall Can Audio. Welcome inside the final episode of Tall Can Audio for 2023, a year in review. Uh, coming to you, I hope the echo isn't too bad here. I'm hearing it a lot through my headphones. As we are not in studio. We're still sitting at the, the dining room there at the family cottage. Matt Robinson with you. Uh, sitting across the table from somebody we got to know a little bit over the summer. Well, I've, I've known him a little longer than that. You guys got to know him over the summer. Brandon Robinson's back. What's happening, man? Oh, you know, just uh, enjoying some holiday treats yeah. and some big we, meals. Well, you just wrapped up hosting the uh, the family shindig. I did, first time. <laughs> you survived? I, and we'll wait to see if everybody else does, but yeah. <laughs> That is an important detail. Uh, it happens in our family, so, you know, you never know. It That's hits true. late, right? So We did have that one bad Christmas when we were kids. Just, that, uh, and, but it scarred the rest of us for life. Honestly, so. we, we crammed, like, whatever, 12, 15 people into a cottage with one bathroom, and, and there, was, there was some badness that followed. <laughs> so uh, we will look back on, uh, on some of the biggest news stories of 2023 uh, before sending you off into 2024. But we always start with the pints. Uh, you and I were shooting the shit a little bit before we started, so uh, the beers have, in in some cases, already been cracked. But what did you start with there? So I went with a Whippersnapper Tropical APA, the five golden rings. Right. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's treating you all right? Yeah, it's good, actually. I wouldn't typically grab something like this, but it's it's true to form. It definitely is tropical. And yep. I will say I'm kind of enjoying it for Christmas. It's uh, <laughs> It's delicious. You, you kind of get that... Uh, what is it? The uh, American Lampoon like Christmas National Lampoon, the National Chevy Lampoon. Chase. Yeah, but yeah. where you're, you're, he's picturing the the bikini girls yep. and the he's, Hawaiian Christmas. Okay, so now that's <laughs> totally making sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got one out of that as well. So I, I picked up two of these. These are both, uh, or these are obviously from Whippersnapper. It's their unfiltered beer miss, and it's their version of the Advent calendar. They call it the Twelve Days of uh, of Beer Miss, and so. Uh, I picked up two, one for me and one for the old man, and we've been working our way through it here at the cottage. Um, and so I'm on day eight, which is uh, eight maids of milking. And so this is a pastry stout coming in at 7%. I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, Ian at Whippersnapper does a nice job. And one of the things we talk about all the time with his brewery is that he loves to experiment, loves to turn over the library or the library, the, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, the collection, lots of turnover, finish with that one on to the next one. And so this is like a perfect example, 12 different days of, uh, now it is set up to count down to Christmas, but I didn't give this to my dad until Christmas. So we've just been blowing through a few a day over at the cottage <laughs> and setting our own schedule, right? So whatever works, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, you're going to drink the pints at Christmas anyway, yep. so if you got to take a couple down between Christmas and New Year's, we can it'll yeah, experienced, yeah, exactly. Uh, experienced it's beer guys over the there. the name of so. the game. Like, uh, right. <laughs> so maybe before we get into anything else, uh, newsy from 2023, the biggest news in the Robinson family this year came out of your house. Uh, the last time you were here was August, and this is why you're here now. You, 
you've you've shown that you're a capable person to do this. Now you're going to get roped in whenever <laughs> I don't want to go back to Ottawa or uh, or whatever it might be. Um, but at that time, you had two kids, and now you have three. I do. Yeah. Yes. Uh, How, how's the little lady doing? Is she's fantastic. I uh, keep I joking that she's the best one yet, but. Uh, <laughs> I true to form right now. She probably is. She creates the least amount of headaches out of the three. Well, she's not moving yet. Exactly. <laughs> but she doesn't cry. She's just an easygoing kid. Like she just is so chill. Like, yeah. It's you can't ask for too much. We've had kids go both ways. Our first one was a colicky kid. And right. She just drove us up the wall to the point where are we really going to ever do this again? And, <laughs> And you know what? She is a great kid now, yep. but that was a tough first uh, first go around. I thought that they there was a cult to this. Like they were trained to like rope you in so that you got as many kids possible. <laughs> Not ours. Ours was like, hey, welcome. You are now parents <laughs> and this is what you have to deal with. Right. And, and uh, then the next one comes along, and he was uh, easygoing and is now not easygoing. Yeah, they've kind of taken inverse paths, Yeah, they right? have, Where very much so. The it's, first one was, was very loud as a baby, and now you, 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 you like really got to listen, right? Like, to hear her at all. And uh, the second guy, he was... Yeah, he was uh, very easygoing, and now he's he's got a war cry when he's ready for. (laughs) You cannot not hear him wherever he is in the house. Yeah, I went to part of the other thing is we just also did an addition on our home, right? And with that, when we were building the home out, we're like, how much insulation can you put in the house for him? Yeah, yeah, soundproof, soundproof this entire house because. We have a family friend that is also very loud, and she could be heard everywhere she went. <laughs> and he is very similar; like he's just so. So does that scare you with the newest little lady that she's she's starting so off quiet, quiet yeah, very much? So what's going to yeah. happen down the road? And everybody tells me like the the last one is the one that runs the show. Like I could vouch for that in our <laughs> in our house. So she's got to be above him, so, right? Oh boy, um, yeah. That's the scary part, right? Like she's got to, if she's going to run the show, she's got to be louder than him to be heard. Yeah. So, well, uh, we just, um, we wrapped up the, uh, the Robinson family Christmas there a couple hours ago before you and I sat down to record this and, and you hosted for the first time and mm-hmm. had it catered, which I think caught all of our moms like, oh, like this is how we this works from now on, right? We're not cooking yeah. all this no. ever again. Yeah, there's some devastated, like younger and older generation. Yeah, you're like, going, well, I like Wait. your turnip. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I, I'm, I know I'm the only person <laughs> who ever says that, but um, yeah, that went really well. But I'll be honest with you, when I, I I'd been looking forward to this all week until this morning when I woke up because we had a bit of a late night last night, and then so we went to bed maybe twelve thirty, one o'clock, and then I was wide awake at three thirty. Was that because of the matriarch that came to visit? Is that the the late night? Or? Yeah, I'm not sure she was the one that kept us up. We might have kept her up a little bit. <laughs> but when I could not get back to sleep at 7.30, 8 o'clock, and I forced myself to get out of bed, and I'm like, I'm going to this house, and these kids are going to ramp each other <laughs> up to a volume that I just don't have enough Tylenol to possibly take care of this with. And yet when we got there, the two girls... No problem. Quiet as a mouse, off doing their own thing. But yeah, both the, the two boys, boys just oh. rampaging around the house, chasing each other. Yeah, it, like it was it was fun to watch. It it didn't turn out. I didn't have the pounding headache I thought I might. <laughs> uh, I was able to hang in there. But yeah, I I was like after days of being like, this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be great to see everybody. And I woke up this morning going, oh my god, this is gonna be awful. Well, and- <laughs> 
I was standing there in the kitchen and was approached by the two boys who looked like uh, characters from Children of the Corn. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're flat out going, hey, uh, where are the Nerf guns? Oh, no. Yes, there was some... They were hidden specifically exactly. from Exactly. My wife had pre-planned this, that uh, they're here. You will not be getting them. No. There are quite a few people here that <laughs> will not expect a Nerf gun shot to the face. No. And, it's uh, execution style from behind sitting at the dining room table. Yeah. And needless to say, they found it. Yeah. And I was more concerned about the oldest one of the, out of the group. She's doing this, like she's pulling the trigger back to like load it (laughs) and she's turning it sideways (laughs) and she's like looking like a gangster or not in a gangster area. And I'm going, (laughs) what is this town going to become here? Where has she picked all this up? Yeah. So, but it was awesome. You, you did a great job, and uh, and like Thank I said, I, I survived. But I did come directly back over here and have an app for for an hour or so yep. as soon as it was done. Oh, I was with you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, look, there's a few different places we could start looking back at at 2023. But why don't we start with something uh, kind of easy? As far as the entertainment world goes, is there any doubt at all that this was not the year of Taylor Swift? Like everywhere we we did the tour we did the movie um you know uh, number one stream and and this is did you did you see these things like uh, everything she's doing and like cineplex odeon is (laughs) is having a movie theater about her tour and there are people dancing and they are just going crazy did you go like i know your daughter went did you go with her I don't think no, I don't think my daughter. Went. Oh, I thought no. they all went as a group. Okay. No, I don't think so. She's not quite there yet. No. So my niece went. I know a couple other friends who went with kids, and it was the same story in every theater. Like people were dancing in the aisles of the movie, like knowing that this is as close as I'm going to get based on the prices for this tour that's coming to Canada next year or 2024. Um, but yeah, I, I guess it's like three hours long or two wow. and a half hours long or something, and like. I don't mind Taylor Swift. I got time for Taylor Swift, but that would have been a little much for me. But there was reports and like in financial magazines towards the end of the the year that said the Taylor Swift and Beyonce tours were actually boosting the American economy, right? These had turned into mini Super Bowls or (laughs) like people were coming to these cities. She's playing these giant stadium shows and it's, People need hotel rooms. People need restaurants. Like this was actually helping the economy get up and going again wow. when Taylor rolls into your town. Um, these, and these aren't Poughkeepsie shows. These no, this is major, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah New York, Miami. Um, but one of the things that was interesting is obviously everything that goes along with this is her being the most streamed artist of the year and unseated Bad Bunny. He had been the reigning most streamed artist from uh, for the last three years. I don't know a goddamn thing about well, Bad this, Bunny. This feels like I'm to throw back to Taylor. Is this my father era? Is yeah. that why I do not know <laughs> who this guy is? And is it a guy? Well, I, think I don't know. Yeah, no. Uh, but I think he? you give it another year or two. It'll be your daughter who's bringing you into your father. You, she'll introduce you to these people. Uh, like Maddie and I have talked about, and Maddie knows who Bad Bunny is. But well, I Ma- don't. Maddie would. Maddie but, knows. Yeah. Maddie. Maddie's still young Maddie's at still heart. Tuned in. <laughs> yeah. He uh, hasn't checked it. Uh, the other thing about Bad Bunny is 
he, he apparently from time to time or uh, he shows up at WWE and wrestles a match or two now and then, which is odd. But this guy is apparently a much like bigger le- star. Legit? Like a yeah, movie. like he gets in and, and he, he'll fly around and he'll have a tag team match with Rey Mysterio or something. And like he rolls out to a concert? Like, is this? Yeah. Really? Like, how about that? Like, if somebody knees you in the throat accidentally and you have to cancel a 70,000 seat stadium show the next <laughs> night because you were pretend wrestling with people <laughs> it's not a great idea no, maybe but no i get i get it for a logan paul sure yeah the guy that's a musician legit, yeah. yeah and is legitimately holding the top for three years in a row and yeah but like bad bunny is one of those people and we're getting off taylor swift but like it feels like it, there always used to be a thing where like you go, i have no idea who that is and someone would say like oh if i played you two or three of their songs you'd know who that is for sure and I, I used to believe that, and it used to be true. Like, yeah. But I believe now, as I rapidly age, if you played me two or three Bad Bunny songs, I would still go, I have no idea who this <laughs> is or what I'm listening to. It's just not on my radar at all. I sometimes wonder now without... Like some of these acts, uh, they get known from like car commercials mm-hmm. or and you'd know the tune, right? Sure. But now you don't have that. No. So, no, it's true, yeah, because you're not watching TV the same no. way. You're not, uh, and half of those commercials are using old songs anyway, <laughs> just to get people like you and I to still buy the buy car the or whatever. Yeah, the, the vehicle that's now you're still hip. Yeah. Here's some ACDC. You have the capital to pay for this vehicle. <laughs> yeah, um, but as far as Taylor goes, yeah, like I they're would, saying that this is as far as charts go, as far as tours go, as far as celebrity goes. Um, you're talking Beatlemania, right? Like back to when the Beatles made their way over from the UK to, to North America. That's the level we're talking about. With And she's been a star for a very long time, but this year just went to a whole other level. It's, it's got to be from Kelsey, right? Like that's... Sure. That's what, so he so elevates funny. everybody, right? Is that what it is? It's <laughs> so funny to hear the two sides argue about that on Twitter, which is like... Uh, look at all the extra attention Taylor Swift is bringing to the Chiefs and the NFL and football fans. Like, fuck that. Look at all the extra <laughs> attention the Chiefs are bringing to Taylor Swift. But, like, I don't know if you've seen many of the, the Chiefs games this year. Like, it is a bit gratuitous the number of times they flash to her in the crowd sitting beside her mom or his mom a bunch of times or whatever. It's just every play that he makes. For, let's see what yeah. Taylor thought about yeah. that. Is she smiling? Is she looking right. at the plays? Is she, is she still here? Right. <laughs> So, but NFL is going to lean into it. Hundred like, percent. Why wouldn't you? Right? Yeah, oh yeah. You don't know how long this is going to last. She is just working on her next album, right? Isn't this what she does? I guess is, so. Yeah. Like keep her, herself in the limelight. Yep, uh, and then break up with the next guy. Yeah, write a, a whole album, album about him. Yeah. <laughs> That's so. true. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Travis Kelsey's about to get even more famous. Yes, <laughs> she's going to be the star of uh, of her next album. Um, one of the other things that, uh, that we saw this year, I don't know how much you've paid attention to this or how much it's been on your radar, but like, this was the year that AI exploded, right? Like we've been hearing about this for a while, that this was going to become a thing, but chat GPT kind of gets unveiled, I believe in late January. And you know, you can have this conversation with this chat bot and it'll sometimes give you correct answers, but it will answer you. It'll yes. talk to you. And, but we start to see it throughout the year move into other things it helps the beatles release a new song this year uh using that technology we're seeing photos get generated on social media that are false but look 
pretty convincing at first glance. Uh, videos, it seems to still struggle with. Like the subject will have six fingers or something. Like for what? I, the thing I keep reading is that like when it's making images, it really struggles with human hands. It's not sure how to <laughs> how to make our hands look real. Um, but I, did you at all this year use Chat GPT or any of this stuff? Honestly, I didn't. I have been starting to delve into the idea of it. Yeah. Like I'm seeing it move into the industry I'm in right. and seeing different people use it. I can see the value in it. It is getting scary on what you can do yeah. with it. Like, wow. Like, well, we had Ian Mendez on the show back in May or June and we tried a voice AI thing and ran a conversation between my AI voice and his AI voice. And they're not close. Cause it's still accents, right? Like it hasn't mastered the Canadian accent, but yeah. like it's close enough that like if you ran an audio filter through it, you just think, oh, that is Ian, but he's on the cell phone or yeah. something, right? Like, but we're getting to a place where this is going to become dangerous and it's really easy to, to fake this stuff, right? Yeah. And and with a presidential election in the US next <laughs> year, I'm, I don't think this is going to be good for anybody, but... <laughs> It, this technology is here now, right? And yeah. it's only going to get better. All these little errors will get worked out. And it's just going to keep going and going. And, like, it's it's learning. Yep. So it's just going to get better and better. Yep. No, the more we do this, uh, yeah, it's going to be a thing. Um, women's sports continued to expand this year. The two big ones that stand out to me are the Women's World Cup that was down in Australia back over the summer. It was not a particularly good trip for Team Canada. Uh, they bowed out in the minimum amount of games, which, you know, after winning an Olympic gold medal in 2021 was obviously not what they had envisioned. But around Australia and New Zealand, you're selling out 30, 40, 50,000 seat stadiums to watch this thing, uh, this thing, and it's setting viewership records. And Team Canada at the Women's World Cup was the most Googled uh, event or news item of 2023 in Canada. Um, so obviously it, it caught on. I know you and I are not huge soccer guys, but when you saw those numbers, did it catch you off guard or did you kind of think that we were at a place that this, you know, would start to make its mark now? No, I think you're starting to see that advertisers and everybody generally can get behind women's sports, right? And they are fantastic sports. Like sure. they're, I, I'm a big proponent for women's hockey. I like women's hockey. I think there's a lot of action in women's hockey. Yeah. It's a different game. Yep. And I've had, my sisters have both played women's hockey and it's a different game than I played, but it's, it's so good. Like it's, it was, it's just different. You have to appreciate it for what it is, yes. right? We had an argument over the, the, uh, the campfire the other night that like there was a, a movement that the WNBA should lower the rim for, uh, by a foot. And every one of their athletes said, no, we don't want it lowered we want to play the same game. We want to play the same game, but you have to understand as a viewer when you tune in what that means, right? You are talking about smaller frames and usually shorter athletes and this and that. So it'll probably be less scoring. The The soccer pitch is pretty huge yep. um, for men, let alone for women. So you have to understand when you go in, I'm watching a slightly different game and that's fine. You, as long as you appreciate it for what it is, these are still incredible athletes. It's just going to look a little different than what you're used to. And it's only again time like yep. as they play to those these arenas and these pitches and their skills get backed and they get the development leagues and things like yep. that it it starts to shrink i think like 
Sure. Why wouldn't it? They become better athletes as they get yep. support thrown behind them, right? And to me, it's going to be a fantastic game to watch. Yeah. No matter what you do. When you're so right, like I'm with you, where like when it comes to the Women's World Cup, I barely watch the Men's World Cup. It has nothing to do with gender. <laughs> I'm just not a soccer guy. If Canada's playing, I'll watch that. That's yep. probably the extent of my, uh, you know, my viewership of it. But to see that that was the most Googled thing in Canada this year, as far as events go, means that this country was was interested, right? And now you hope it's not a setback that Canada did so poorly that next time we won't Google it. But coming off that Olympic gold medal, this country was clearly geared up to yes. just about anything with a maple leaf on it we want to get behind, right? Well, and other countries are getting... If Australia is, has no problem going to the events, then right. it's, it shows that if you have it, people will go. Yeah. Right? Like it's... it's getting there and it's just a different it's a different game yep and i i like it like it's uh why wouldn't you throw your support sure it's i'm a proponent of junior hockey i like junior hockey yeah but i like junior hockey because you got season tickets to two different teams i do yeah (laughs) and and but they try like to me it's not their work they have a point that they're trying to get to right yeah i don't yet have an eight million dollar contract no exactly and women's sports is the same thing yeah they their heart is so into it at what they're doing because they're trying to promote the sport at the same time as yep. play it. Right. Whereas you don't, you get to the NHL as a reference point is. Yep. And some not, guys take a night off here and there. They do. Or, yeah, yeah. It's a and, long season yep. and this is my job. I got a guaranteed yep. contract. Exactly. Yeah. This isn't the, uh, like 30, 40 years ago when they were just trying to even get by. Right. <laughs> right. Like it's not, yeah, I have a second job in the yeah, summer. Or exactly. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. This isn't the CFL. Right. right. It's not, <laughs> You're going to work at the Cheap car dealership shot. wall. <laughs> it's fair enough. It. It's fair enough. But yeah. CFL was almost there too, right? Yep. And then they hit hard times. Yes. And just haven't recovered from it. So. The other big one that uh, that I've been keeping an eye on as far as women's sports go this year is the arrival of the PWHL. And you and I are both big hockey guys. And mm-hmm. over the summer, we start to hear. And it, it had been coming all spring. I remember Jeff Merrick being the one who reported that um, you know, on, on hockey night in Canada, maybe in February that he's like, I'm hearing things like it, this is coming together. Stay tuned. And it took a little longer than we wanted to, but they didn't want to make any announcements until they had it right until it was ready. And so they did that, um, over the course of the summer, the news started to drop and they said, we're, we're not waiting. We're going to drop the puck in January. And we've talked about this before on, on the show, whether or not that was a mistake or not, because the logos aren't ready. The branding isn't ready. They don't have good merch to sell yet. And those have all been disappointments. And you could have avoided those disappointments by just not starting the league until next fall. Yeah. Um, but the counter argument is, yeah, but that's another year that these women don't play and don't get paid. And so let's just get started and get going. And despite that disappointment, and, and I, I was critical of them on the show uh, that they weren't going to have this stuff ready to go, it has done nothing to dampen expectations or excitement. Toronto is sold out for the entire year. Ottawa has forced TD Place to expand what they were prepared to sell in terms of number of tickets. Uh, their first few games are sold out. Montreal has done incredibly. Um, it's a little slower in the U.S., but it, it still looks like it's going to be successful. I'm going on uh, on the night of the second uh, to the Ottawa home opener. I can't wait to, to check that out. But like this is, uh, they also just announced, I should mention, all their games will be on either TSN, Sportsnet, or CBC, so you're not going to have to subscribe to some secondary website. Like This will be 
on your screen. This is going to be awesome, man. Yeah, like we're no. getting top end hockey now. Yeah, no. And if you have a provider like that stepping up and being behind it, yeah. your people will check it out. Of right? course. Like, it's there. So how much of your sports watching, like it, it, just for the average person listening to this is just, just because it's on like, I watched the Raptors game last night on Sportsnet or whatever. When I turned the TV on on Saturday afternoon, my TV just happens to be on Sportsnet. You see, oh, the whoever is playing. Well, now that whoever might be a PWHL game and you'll just sit down and watch it because it's on. And that's how you got to grow this. You can't make people go look for it, right? Like the hardcores will go look for it. You have to make it easy to stumble across it basically, right? Like find it accidentally and being on those networks will do that. Well, and that helps grow the sport too, right? Yeah, like as a father of daughters, I'm going to throw it up there and say, Hey, just so you know, you can play this. Yep. Like this is here for you and this is an option. And look what the crowds look like. And yep. this could be a big deal. Right. And that's, you need that. You really, really need that. Cause you need the swell from below to support the upper part of it. hundred percent. Right? So yeah, no, get girls excited. I yeah. remember having this conversation with, with my niece at one point, it was never important to me that she become a fan of hockey, mm-hmm. but if the women were playing, I'm going to throw it on just cause I want her to see that's see. another thing that's out there for you. Yeah. Right. That's a possibility. And I, at the time she couldn't possibly have cared less, right? She's into other, but yep. good. Right. Like you just want that exposure yep, to be want, there yeah exactly you want your kids and half of it is what their parents do right yep. if you're playing hockey they're gonna see that they might be interested in playing it well as you said your sisters both yep. played so yep. they'll be able to say to her like you know here's a picture of auntie playing, playing. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's so it's all relative right and, and just if, if that's not what your daughter ends up being into nope, that's fine that's fine but I want you to know that's an option for you. Well, and right? It's such a good support system for kids, right? Like yeah. to be around a team and work together and yeah, lose together. And sure. Like that's, those are that go things. through adversity as exactly. a group. Exactly. Yeah. And do it young and yep. see what that's like and, and go off to tournaments and get crushed in a tournament. <laughs> sure. And be like, why did we come all this way <laughs> just to lose? Right. We're not going to let this happen again, Yeah, but that's going to help the like watching women play this game and play whether it's soccer hockey or whatever is going to help and in front of full houses right like as you said on tv look there are there's thousands of people there that wanted to be at this thing yeah it's clearly a big deal yeah so this is huge and i expect that they'll expand fast too right like to get going here was six markets that are no-brainer hockey markets um, and geographically speaking, like it's not terribly far. Like Minnesota is the furthest West team. That's not that far. No. Um, I wouldn't be surprised within two years if you see Chicago, right? Or, or Philadelphia or Pittsburgh, right? You could start to branch out into some of these other Northeastern markets before maybe eventually getting to, to LA or, or whatever you might want to do, right? Depends how big. You is, can so is this, this primarily East coast then? Yeah. For, uh, for the first year it's Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Boston, New York, Minnesota. So yeah. So it's good road games. Yep. And yeah, not terrible travel. And yeah. uh, so um, can't wait to, uh, to get that going. And uh, Rob will be back on the show on Thursday morning. And uh, I'll have been to the, the home opener by then. So we'll be able to report back on, on how that went. So have you picked your team then? Is that what you're saying? Oh, I'm like Ottawa. You're, I'm you're Ottawa. Ottawa. I'm all Ottawa. Ottawa so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've talked this about that. This could create some family rivalry. Honestly, right? yeah, like yeah. If, uh, this this is where things part. Now? Yeah, yeah. I, one of the tickets that I got for Christmas was was for my mom, and she's still she's not an Ottawa person. She's nope. a GTA person, yep. right? And so I'm not sure who she'll be cheering for when we go on uh, for the home opener. But yeah, for me, it's my adopted hometown. And I've talked about this on the show before. Like 
when I moved to Ottawa, there was zero chance I was moving from the Leafs to the Sens, that this was never going to be possible. My allegiances were too entrenched. But I had sort of lost track of the CFL a little bit. And when I moved there, they were just starting the Red Blacks. And I was like, I could make that jump, right? Because that's yep. this is an expansion team. They're probably going to be terrible. No one will accuse me of being like a front runner, right? <laughs> like just or a bandwagon fan. Um, and so that's the way this feels to me. Ottawa is where I live now. It is my hometown. This is new. I don't have to abandon another team to get on board. So yeah, no, I'll be. Which is funny because I left Ottawa when the Renegades were collapsing. Like... The Renegades. <laughs> They were just brutal. It's just an awful <laughs> this, franchise. This is my story about the Renegades. Yep. I am coming, I'm going to Algonquin College for school. I'm coming out of a beer store on a typical Friday afternoon after class. Sounds classes like Algonquin, are, yeah. Yep. And, and uh, as I walk out, there is a Renegades bus. And there, if you bought, I forget whether it was Canadian or whatever it was, they're giving tickets. And it, was, it wasn't per case. It was per what you bought. So if you bought a two four, you got twenty four tickets. <laughs> yeah. So most students walking out of the uh, Algonquin, it's like the whole stadium. Yeah, it was. And so, so now those seats go mostly unfilled. Exactly. They're given away, but not sold. No. and not filled. Yeah. No. So I, I, but we walked out, and they're like, "You bought a twelve pack of whatever." I'd, and honestly, I couldn't tell you what I was buying. Yeah. At the time, because it was probably Pabst in college, yeah, right? At the time whatever of Laker or whatever. whatever I had in my pocket, <laughs> yeah, yeah, gave me the best bang for my buck. Right? So, but I walked out and they hand me the tickets, and I'm like, "All right, <laughs> sure, why not?" Something to do on a Friday. Yeah. And I was uh, one of the guys that had a vehicle, and I'm like, "Well, don't tell my parents this even now." But I'm like, "All right, we're going to do this. We're going to find somebody to drive us in my car, yeah, and we're going to pregame this thing and enjoy it. We were going to have a good time Friday night anyway, yeah. And you know what? It was a a great venue to go watch. Sure, yeah. That. But uh, I don't remember a lot of the games, but we saw the whole thing. Yeah. Like we were there for the, somebody had brought in a beer bong and <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they got it. How do you security, sneak that in? I don't know. That's how lax Renegades. I think they knew they were gone. The Renegades like, defense was, yeah. was just as porous at the gate as it was <laughs> on the field. It was the same guys. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, so that's what this will be for me. I'll, I'll get on board with the home team because it's, and it's right there. TD Place is nice. It's downtown, right? So um, that's we'll check that out. Why don't we hit, uh, you know, so we can kind of, I guess they call it a, a shit sandwich. Let's hit some of the negative stuff here in the middle uh, before wrapping up with uh, with some more positive stuff. But there was, uh, There's so, negative things in 2023. Can I you believe imagine. it? Yeah, I know. Uh, I just take them for granted because of the prior two years of... I was sitting there talking to my sister, <laughs> looking up news, and she's like, this year was such a bummer. Yeah. Like, yeah, every year right now is a bummer. <laughs> I like, didn't I'm, feel this way. Right. Um, some celebrity deaths. I don't know. You know, we'll get to the athlete ones here in a, in a couple seconds, but... Uh, Tina Turner, obviously a legend, passes away. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley, Gordon Lightfoot for Canadians is obviously a legend. Um, you know, and, and there's a bunch. I don't, we're not going to name them all here, but Matthew Perry, I would say for me was the biggest one. As you know, I'm a huge friends nerd, right? Yep. Like, a, no, he's a big one. Yeah. And a Canadian and, um, so I don't get that. Is he Canadian? Is he not Canadian? Yeah, it's no, he's kinda, he's a Canadian, and uh, and it, it's kind of cool. Like, there's little Easter eggs if you pay attention through friends. Like in his office, there's a Blue Jays hat on one of the shelves. Like he always had little nods to, you know, that that he was a Canadian guy, and uh, he used to get involved now and then, like with some hype videos for the Senators back in like oh two oh three. Yeah, I remember him being a big Senators. Guy. Yeah. 
Um, his mom, I believe it was worked for, for Pierre Elliott Trudeau, one of the prime ministers anyway. Uh, I could be wrong on, on which one, but it was just such a bummer because I had read his book and like he had had such a battle with drugs and what that had done to his health and he was trying to fly straight and it, like he made it very clear in his book like I'm in an okay place right now but that doesn't mean I will be tomorrow like he's relapsed so many times like he was so conscious of what he was fighting and that he might not win that fight and so you know it, it was just such a bummer to hear you know it doesn't sound like it was a drug overdose or he'd relapsed or whatever but his body had just been through so much that it just gave out on him right and and he was such an icon in the 90s right of that whole friends crew was and it, it i don't know that i really noticed it on first viewing but when you watched it back on dvd over the years you can see like in the first few seasons like his weight fluctuating horrible based on how much he's using and abusing and you know uh you know just what he's going through but man that was for me i'm not someone who typically gets big time affected by celebrity deaths these are people i'm sad to see them go but um but you know i i didn't know them we weren't friends or whatever but that one rattled me a little bit just because i had just read his book and it seemed like he was doing okay that's fair yeah 100 well, percent. it's he's one of those guys that just well like whatever he did he was a great i won't yeah. say comedian but like uh like he was even on the West Wing yep. for a while. He was a lawyer, and he was terrific, right? Yeah. And that was a far more straight-laced character. He wasn't doing the could I be anymore. Yep. No, He was a very talented man, right? Yes. Like, yeah. yeah, no, and I think I'd heard he even had created his own outpatient program, like he, Matt Perry House. Yeah, like a house. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, which is, like, fantastic. Sure. He recognizes what he deals with, and he wants to help other people. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, it's a scary thing to deal with, and... I've obviously never had to deal with anything like that. Right. It's uh, all the addiction side of it, everything. It's just so hard. So, um, yeah, on the, on the athlete side, there's, there was a bunch here, but, uh, Jim Brown, obviously legendary Chicago bears, uh, player, uh, Bobby Hull, who, that's a big one. Yeah. Well known as an athlete and, uh, came out later, not particularly great human being, <laughs> but legendary hockey player, yeah. right? Like as one of those guys also set the, I think the first ever million dollar contract yeah, yeah. in the NHL, jumping from the Blackhawks to the WHA uh, and the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, Bray Wyatt, the wrestler, um, that one rattled me a little bit because the guy was like 35. Like I, I'm a longtime wrestling fan, so I'm. it's sad to say, and I'm not trying to make light of it, but I'm used to seeing these guys die early. Yep. Um, but a lot of that was drug abuse and a lot of that was chair shots and stuff. And that hadn't happened to this guy by all accounts. He had a young family and was living life clean. And he was an interesting character. Like he was clearly going to be the next undertaker. I don't know if you probably hadn't seen his character. I know no, you kind of stopped why, yeah. but he was like a, almost like a cult leader character. It was all very dark and, and trying to lead mimic. you astray. Yeah. Like a mimic of the undertaker, yeah. like that kind of a uh, role. Yeah. Or? Like he wasn't pretending to be the dead man, the way no. the undertaker, but like he was going to be the new dark character in the wwe once the undertaker had stepped away and so for him to go at that age that was that was pretty rough as well um yeah when people go that young it's just it's an eye yeah eye opener right? 100 like percent, man and he, like i said he had a young family so uh all of that was was pretty rough uh i don't know how deep we want to go into this but it it it, it would be a weird year in review t- to not mention climate change i i 
we can talk about whether or not there's a way out or not. We can talk about people's political views. For me, you look at a year like this where a huge swath of Hawaii caught fire in literally what they called a fire storm, yeah. right? Like it, it was awful to watch that. California got its first tropical storm. Those are supposed to happen in the Caribbean, not in California. We literally had to evacuate a provincial capital in Yellowknife. Um, the fires closed in around that. So, and what the fires that happened in Quebec made the skies orange, orange and yeah. red for Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, New York, Boston, Washington, DC. Like we've sort of seen this stuff before, but you know, Hong Kong, there's a tsunami like this. This was a brutal year. And I just, I don't know what your take on, on climate change is. I don't know how far you want to go down that rabbit hole, but at this point, do you think everything we saw this year will do anything to change the discussion on climate change and, and bring sort of any consensus on where we're actually at right now? I would hate to say that it will do nothing, <laughs> but... But it sort of feels like that's it what will it does. do nothing. It's like, yeah, it's one of those things. Like, you can't, de- I don't know, people clearly can deny it. They do deny it every yeah. day. I won't say that I am the best proponent to be a climate advocate <laughs> based on the career choice that I sure. I picked. But uh, yeah, like it's just not, I don't know how you deny that this is happening right. and that this is going on. And Mother Nature is literally saying like, hey, humans, you're, 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 you're gonna, fucking <laughs> with, you're, what's it, fuck I'm around done, and find out. Yeah, we are significantly I, staunchly in the find out yeah, phase I'm right now. You, people. Yeah. You are a virus <laughs> in my world, yes, and, and I'm, I'm expelling a way to you. Get rid of you. It, it's brutal, man. Because look, we all got we're, young we're people sitting, that we love, and uh, we're sitting at December whatever date this yeah, is today. Yeah, because I lose track of these days. Well, as, it's New Year's Eve for yeah, the good listener. Yeah, but you look out where there would typically be quite a bit of snow yeah, here. Yeah. And my grass is still green, and I'm not 100 percent sure that it isn't growing. Like <laughs> you might have to cut I it. I might on have the third to cut it. Yes, <laughs> coming up here. Yeah. Well, because this hasn't stopped raining. Like we're no. staring down a second straight year potentially of the Rideau Canal not freezing, um, which before last year hadn't happened in 40 years or something like that. Like at some point, the alarm bells are sounding, and what you as an individual choose to do about like. I don't know. I don't know what you can wake up in the morning and do to change climate, right? Like this is going to yeah. take a massive worldwide effort. But I, I just, I got to tell you, I'm running out of patience for people saying it's not a thing. That's my own leap. It's 100%. a, it, it's a thing. We're ignore. here. Yes. But, it, oh, and then just even, I don't, I'm not a big social media guy, I'd, but a friend of mine posted online on Christmas Eve, they put their boat back in the water. <laughs> And went water skiing. And they're in like outside of Kingston. Like they're oh not God. here. They're outside of Kingston. And you're There was going, a drink or two involved there. Like it's no, not it's yeah, not yeah. frozen, it's but, not it's frozen cold. but it's, it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of like every year where I say I'm gonna put our CDs in earlier and yeah. every year I don't. No. And then you're sitting there just before Thanksgiving going, Yeah, why do I do this every year? <laughs> yeah. It's so cold. Yeah. But that would be what it's like out there right now. It's like ten degrees. Yep. That water's cold, but it's not out of the norm for Thanksgiving. Yeah, no. How it, do you deny that? The, <laughs> that's well, the only other one, like I, I, the the thing I would take away from the the fact that you know the the fires made all the 
sky orange and red, which was just eerie and was terrible for breathing and all that stuff. But was all the news coverage who repeatedly kept calling it the Canadian wildfires. Like, you motherfuckers, how many years have I been watching California burn and turn the skies orange and red? You never called them the American wildfires. You contributed as much to this as we did. Yeah, this year it's our fires. And and it, it rattles you a little, though, man. Like, I'm sitting in Ottawa, and the fires are a couple hours away in Quebec. But, like, I couldn't walk to the bank, which is two and a half blocks away, uh, without coming home smelling like we just had one of our summer campfires here. I, uh, it it well, was came, in your hair. Yeah, I came to visit you for your birthday. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was... You didn't notice it here as much. Like, it was kind of clear. I think maybe we have a bit more breeze. We have a bit more lakes sure. around us. So and a little more distance. Yeah, you get a bit of the tinge occasionally of the orange here and there. Yeah. But it wasn't as noticeable. When I got to your place, and then like it was the day I was leaving, and I'm like... Driving into the apocalypse. I, that's what it was like. I'm like, <laughs> what did we get into last night? Like, you wake up, you peel back the blinds and go, oh, no. Like <laughs> My eyes are so bloodshot. Yeah. The whole world looks orange yeah. and red right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need a case of water, and yeah. I'm going to need a balaclava, and I'm going to need some weapons. <laughs> wait and try. Because this world. is like a Zack Snyder film. Where <laughs> things are going to happen here. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, our conversation around climate change is, I think we've been shown enough times now, is going to have to become a little more urgent uh, in how I we I don't know it. what you... The pro- do, this is like, what do you do? How this do you is change people. This is the thing I think that we do the most, and I, I hesitate to use this term because it's normally used in other places. We victim blame a lot when it comes to climate change. You and I, we need to use paper straws at McDonald's, but the smokestack across the street can keep bell. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yep. We need bigger things yes. at bigger level, and you're going to have to, as an individual, take some ownership of it too. And if that means using the shitty paper straw at McDonald's, fine. But nobody, it can't be download. No, that's not fixing. Nobody pays the world. attention to the stack at Burger King that cooks them. Right, like, <laughs> like it's, this it's, is a gas grill. It's that is all burning. that yeah. sort of, thing. and you've just got these massive polluters in across the uh, everywhere. But this has to come from a much larger corporate governmental level before yes the individual will have to do his part but un- the paper straw does nothing as long as those smokestacks are still um one more b- bummer before we lighten things up a little bit again look i've made it a conscious point to not talk israel gaza on okay. this podcast because i am not qualified to dis- to to break down and and this is a decades old dispute um, it's perhaps the most complicated, uh, you know, ongoing, uh, I, I was going to say dispute again. I have no other word yeah. to use for it, but it, it is clearly perhaps worldwide the biggest news story of the year. So you can't not mention it, which is scary considering what's going on in Ukraine. It's Ukraine is at the <laughs> amount of time. That we went from talking about Russia, Ukraine to not talking about Russia, Ukraine the second that Israel, uh, Hamas happened is is scary. It's it's actually a pretty damning condemnation of our attention span as a species because yep. Ukraine is still fighting, uh, you know, the, the the fight of their lives and successfully. Yeah, no, and they've taken back some land and they're holding off Russia, and so that's to their credit. That's another huge story as well, and and maybe just conflict is maybe the greater overarching. Uh, point of this but 
yeah, what Hamas committed on Israel, what Israel is now doing in response to Palestine. Yeah, like there's a there's a part of me that looks at all this and just I don't know how you get past it, and and that's because to be quite honest with the good listener, I'm just not a religious person, nope. so you can't get me that fired up about hating other religions and like there's a part of me that kind of looks at this and when i use this word i want the good listener to follow me here this all seems silly the losses don't seem silly the the what's happening isn't silly but for someone who's not religious you go what is it you're now i get it you've taken land and you want you but it's all based on my god versus your god and that's that's a tough thing for me to wrap my head around and so i i just the Russia-Ukraine war is, for me, far easier to understand because it's a dictator who just wants to rebuild the USSR, basically, and and, and bring back all his lost uh, territory. Yep. I, is there a part of you or like that thinks in 2023 humanity should be past the thing where we still go kill each other for land? And yes. Like, at, that's the part that just it. I, I'm a me, huge World War II history guy. Like I love listening, yeah. and it, it feels like ancient history, even it though does. it was only like 60 years ago. And like here we are, we're doing it again in yes. 2023. Well, part of it is maybe whitewashing over some of the history and not yeah. educating people on what you just did to each other, right? Like, like oh, I don't know. I can't see. Isn't there supposed to be an underarching basis of religion about don't love? hurt each other? Yeah, love, yeah. support. Yeah. People tolerate each other. Tolerate, yeah, I don't. We seem that, to not that, focus on those parts of it. No, I, I don't understand that part. <laughs> like, no, to me, it's I don't know. And so, I, I, if I'm an Israeli, I, I'm furious. I want blood based on what Hamas just did, yeah. and they're now going for blood. But it's it was innocent Israelis who paid the price, and now it's innocent, innocent, innocent Palestinians, Palestinians paying the price, and and so. I, I don't think you and I are un, uh, are capable no. of fixing it, of making the suggestion that. But is there it, it's all that just is? It doesn't it? seem like no. it. But it's just all so sad. Yes. Like that's the part you just look at this and go, I don't know how anybody I, fixes this. Yes. Every night it's on the news. There's more dead people on both sides, but most of them all innocent. Yeah. And I I don't know how you get out of that. And that's the part that that makes me sad. Is in 2023 we're still doing this. The most religious person that I have in my life, that is probably the most religious person that is in your life, yep. is the most loving person yep. that I know. Yeah. Although she did let us down, no squares at Christmas this year. Like she, yeah. <laughs> she normally takes care of the baking. Yes, <laughs> she's quite far away. From yeah, it's true. So yeah, it's really hard to do. But. Yeah, and she's getting to an age where you know. How long is somebody, it reasonable to keep? Asking? Maybe we should be asking for the recipes, not asking for the squares. Like yeah, she's got to. No, not yet. Not yet. She can still take care of it. I think. <laughs> Because who really? I, I would say that I'd bake it, but clearly, if I had my own, yeah, you'd, you'd have I someone else catered. bake it. You'd have it catered. Yeah, yeah exactly. Here's my recipe. Yeah. Can you make, can you make these when you send over our dinner? <laughs> yeah, but no, like that's to me is I the basis of religion that I learned young, going with her to these different functions was love, yep. like love for people, forgiveness. Help. Yeah. Remember the forgiveness part, yep. and and help others. Like don't. George Carlin used to say when he was doing his stand-up that uh, every war in the world right now is based on my God's dick is bigger than your God's dick and nobody can get past that. And as long as that's where our small little human brains still are, we're going to keep doing this, I think. 
which is sad. It really is. All right. I guess I lied. There was one more bummer of a topic we can hit on here quickly because it kind of captured everybody's attention over the summer. And that was the, the Titan submarine implosion we have a difference on opinion on whether what's a bummer or not it was a hell of a story uh and 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 there were people look as far as the individuals go i didn't want to see anybody die or no whatever but at the same time there was sort of a lot of people going yeah you have rich assholes you you're rich enough to to have a trip like this but not rich enough to pay for a reputable (laughs) company to take you down there and at the end of the day, that appears to be what this all boiled down to was shitty parts and poorly constructed, um, you know, a, a, a poorly constructed boat or I don't know what you call it. I guess, it's but a- submarines don't implode when they go down. Like this feels like something you and I would have built in my dad's garage when 100%. we were 10 or 11. Yeah, and I'm still thinking about building one of these things. Yeah. And getting 250 grand out yeah. of somebody and yeah. take you down to the bottom of Sturgeon Lake and Bob <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah. Steve Lake. Why yeah. Not? So, uh, you know, but it was for sure a huge story that people uh-huh. followed this, this thing vanished. And it turned out at the end of the day that like the U S Navy had heard the bang like three days earlier. Like, well, nobody asked us. Like <laughs> we knew these people didn't make it. Do you feel uh, like you, they heard it and was like, I wonder what that was. Right. Oh, well. <laughs> and then in hindsight, we're like, Oh, that's what, yeah, that, that's what that was. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. It, it, to me, it, it's sad that individual people died, but yeah, I think this is another, you know, our, our adventure culture or our, you know, we're going to do some crazy things because humans think they're invincible. And, you know, by all accounts, once you were down there and the pressure was as high as it was, like you wouldn't have suffered, like you'd have just been crushed basically. But now doesn't that make it any less sad. sad. Suffering like, well, I, this is I can think the, of the picture of the boat. Like you had to die. squat. Like and crawl yes, in there like you couldn't. Is, the, to me, that was the like the idea. Before it had gone yes. underwater, I'm terrified yes. to be in this tiny little space. Yeah. Like everything about and this. there's no way they're screwing them in from the outside. Yes. There's no. That feels like a coffin yes. to me. <laughs> and I was like, all right, you're done. All right. <laughs> and then I th- whether this was true or not. It was controlled by a Logitech remote? Yes, I saw that too. Like basically uh, any controller, you'd buy a Best Buy for your video games. Yes. That's how this was being steered. Is that not a concern? Like you're sitting on, in a, for the lack of a better term, steel tube with a cap on the end (laughs) being controlled with a Logitech remote. Like you're not, you're spending how Dude, much I'm not getting in your kid's power <laughs> wheels if he's controlling it with his PlayStation remote, well, let alone I mean, going. That, some of them are now <laughs> controlled by that. But. I'm not doing it, let alone taking my life in my hands in this little, ugh, no. Like everything about that scares me and it scares me long before it imploded, right? Like just getting in this tiny I little thing. I just felt like it was like, I don't know, in the, jackass 3.0 a little bit a little bit here hold my beer i'm getting in this thing what's the stupidest thing i could do today yeah and and spend the most amount of money doing money to do it (laughs) was there an mtv crew on this thing yeah like i don't know it's this is what we do now humans are just this is going to make a great instagram story when i get back right i I took a selfie this wasn't where i saw a story coming from to be honest i was waiting for like all these celebrities getting on the Blue Origin space. Oh, the SpaceX ones, yeah. yeah. The SpaceX and all these. That's where I thought this would. That was another go. big part of 2023 news was, was. SpaceX 
blowing up multiple like yeah we knew that would happen that's a success like dude it, it blew up, it blew like, up. <laughs> yeah. why would that it be didn't success? blow up the way we thought it might so this was good yeah. like oh all right and i get it there's got to be some experimentation and some testing but yeah it it blew up like that's not a success no no um if you're making bombs that's a success. Well, yeah. It blows up. <laughs> if you're taking passenger <laughs> flights, less successful. We'll get to one of other Elon's uh, big successes here in a moment, but we did uh, grab another beer here. Uh, this one is one that was uh, kicking around over at your party, and I smuggled one out because uh, I'm a big fan, and I, I can't get them in Ottawa. This is the the Raven from Old Flame Brewing Company down in Port Perry, which isn't too far from here. And, and you had a bunch of them kicking around the house and yep. had a couple of them over there. And well, I saw threw... them and I thought of your, you and your old man yeah. and grabbed them. And... So the Old Flame, they do nice, nice stuff. And so I, I really like their, uh, the Raven is kind of a, their dunkel, right? A darker lager. I still uh, the wanna, red is also great, but yeah. I still want to try now. They've bought three brewers. We went to the Bob Cajun Beer Fest and we went up to their stand yeah. and we're talking about Port Perry and generalized beer stuff. And they said they'd bought out three, three brewers. I was there. I don't remember that. Yeah. I'd already had a couple, three, uh, two blokes, two blokes cider. Oh, okay. Port Perry is on Simcoe as you go south. Yeah. Sorry. Because three brewers, that's the bigger. Yeah. Sorry. Not three brewers. No. Okay. uh, Two blokes. Yeah. Which I'd never been in. Yeah. No, I've never been in. Um, But I'd like to go try that out too. It's supposed to be a cool little place and they have pizzas and same as the old flames kind of atmosphere. Like it's supposed to be really laid back and hang out. And so I got to, I got to get over there and try that out. I think you stuck with the whippersnapper over there. Uh, Yes, I did. The new England IPA. I just kind of reached in and grabbed something. Sure. Yeah. The Imperial. Oh, that's going to be heavy. Is it? It, Imperial probably. I just read 10%. There you go. Yeah. Okay. We're going to, we're going to run home here on the, uh, the other big thing that uh, that happened for Elon and one of his companies is uh, he obviously got a hold of Twitter last year, and now he changed the name to X. And look, I don't know how much time we want to spend on this. It's He immediately removed all safeguards, any ability to report things. He said one of the reasons he was buying it was to eliminate the bots. There are now more bots than there ever has been before. <laughs> and to me, maybe the most egregious thing that he could have possibly done was change the name. Because you had taken tweet and made it a thing. Like it was part of the lexicon. That's yep. the way humans talk now. And you're like, nope, it's just another post now, just like on Facebook or Instagram or anywhere else. I know you're not a huge Twitter guy. I spend entirely too much of my life on X or Twitter or whatever. And I've tried the other ones. As soon as Elon started to run this into the ground, there was threads was the one uh, that Instagram and, and Meta facebook whatever so and i i signed up like right away like oh this is going to be the one that everyone goes to because it's big it's got the infrastructure and i was like wait there was a reason i left facebook i hated <laughs> facebook and here i came running right back and the other one is blue sky and i i think you know it has the backing to be more of what twitter used to be but nobody's going there it, it had like this invite system and so you had to wait to get your code and then people to sort of past and and it just seems like now those who still want to do this sort of of social media have stayed on twitter but it's gotten more anti-semitic all the big advertisers have left and elon's ripped every one of them as they like disney has gone car, all these car companies have gone apple has left 
And this guy who was supposed to be championing free speech is ripping them for expressing their free speech by being like, no, I don't want to be here. I don't know how many times, if, if you counted on one hand, you were on Twitter this year, but did you have any take on, on what he's done to this thing? I, it's, uh, I don't know. Is it, to me, just kind of priming for something else to come? Like he not, wants it all. This is why he hand. changed it to X, right? Because it's SpaceX. Yeah. And he's got this banking app that's called X. Like, he wants it all to be this X, X. universe. Yeah, I know that, he's got this obsession with X. And and I, I guess it dates back to what they're doing in China, which I believe the big platform there is called WeChat. Yes. And your internet is WeChat. Like, you do your banking, you do your movies, you do your social media. It's all on WeChat. And he's like, I, I think I want to do that. Like, yeah, but this isn't China, right? Like... People have choice here. Yes. People have the ability to just go, no, this stinks. I'm going somewhere else. Until he buys everything else. I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, Elon Musk's world. And We're all just living in it. Exactly. Until he puts us on a plane out of it and it blows up on, <laughs> on the launch pad. Spaceship. Yeah. Spaceship. I guess so. Um, I, 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 like you said, I, I check out, I'll call it X now. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not. Is it Xing? I don't, that, and tweeting, this is it. Like, like, is it? I you had yeah. everyone saying, I yeah. saw a tweet. You created it. It's such a stupid word, but we all did it. We yes. went there. You got, and he was like, nope, erasing it. We're going to just be a post. We're, why? Yeah. I float and I watch and I see what goes on. Yeah. But I'm not. That's late night. I'm not having meltdowns. my conversation there. <laughs> no. And I just don't want to. It's just, To me, it's, it's a keyboard cowboy yep. place. Yep. And I don't need to get into that. So that's why I don't get into it. Like it's, everybody has an opinion. Sure. Everybody's entitled to opinion. I don't care about your opinion, so I don't need to be here. And, uh, that's a fair gonna, position. All it's going to do is aggravate people. Cause yep. I, I hate to say it, but we've seen it at our family functions where everybody's entitled to their opinion. Yes. Doesn't mean you like the opinion. No, no, it <laughs> so, does not. But it also doesn't mean you need to aggravate and keep pushing the, your opinion, right? Yes. And that's, Brandon is very tactfully dancing around the brother-in-law that I always reference on this show. I like to say I'm the family politician that stays out. Yep, and he's much better at it than I am. He <laughs> navigates these waters much more successfully than I do. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck it, we, walk away. We have a family lawyer, and she has a hard time staying in the political realm. Oh, she, wants, she, she likes to aggravate it. She no, likes she to egg him on, it. yeah. So, so I, out of any of us, I hate to say it, I might be the one that goes for a political future because <laughs> I can be nice to everybody. <laughs> you guys attack each other, but that just takes, means you're going to be too far in the middle. This new political world, you got to be extreme. You got to go running in one direction. <laughs> it's, it's only a matter of time before it comes back to center, doesn't it? Like, I, I, I guess <laughs> we may have destroyed the world by then. <laughs> then you need somebody in the center to put it back together. Uh, I guess so. We'll leave it up to you yeah, to, exactly. uh, to be that guy. The thing for me that Elon did that was so crazy was you, you want to be like us. He wants to be like us ripping the thing for not doing it the way you would do it. You don't want to own the town square. Now you're the guy who's, cha- uh, you know, controlling every, it. Yeah, or everything yeah. that goes wrong. It's your fault. You put your name on it. You, yes. He was much better off just Leaving on a selfish feet. level. Being the guy who's like, you're doing it wrong. You guys suck. I'm like, okay, you do it better. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> right? Like, uh, and it, he's cratered it. Like, the, the, what he paid. Yes. And now he's just driven everyone away. It's. But this is a tech time. So is there not somebody there getting ready to create the next one? Well, you'd think. 
and these two have tried, like we mentioned, Threads and, and Blue yeah. Sky. Though, though it hasn't, are, it hasn't are, worked yet. Those are big companies, yep. right? Like all of these ones that have been successful weren't big. Eventually, they get big enough that someone buys them, though, and that's, and that's how yeah, this usually ends up playing. Little ones start to get yeah. generation and and backing, then all of a sudden. One of the big ones comes and takes them out. Just bites, buys it. Yeah, yeah and so. I get that. I would sell out too. Of course. Because <laughs> now I don't give a shit. No. You do what you want with it. Yeah. I got the money. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> but there are people out there that would be like, well, like Zuckerberg, right? He yeah. hasn't really sold out. Some of them don't. They don't have that ability. Yeah, no, I Won't. like running the world. I yes. Because what we just talked about, WeChat, like yep. Facebook, is that in some countries? That's, that is That's their safe. whole internet. Yes. Right. So. Uh, why don't we, I just feel it's primed. Like we were, I still, my glory days of, of internet chat was MSN. MSN messenger. Yeah. yeah. That was a great Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Like ding your, your crushes on. Sure. And you're nudging this person and you set and, your status to a way. So yep. some people won't talk to you, exactly. but you can still talk to you yep. on a talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, it was like, um, what do they call it when you had the answering machine call screening? <laughs> it's yeah. just like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll start chats with people I want to, but I'm away for the rest of you. Yeah. And I would always hold on to even like way back. Like I would not switch down. All my friends were on MSN. Right. And I was still holding on to ICQ. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like, dee, 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 like yeah, no, I never that. got into no? ICQ. Yeah. No, I, 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 like, I waited for I was for on MSN. there way too long. <laughs> like, so, uh, why don't we get into a little bit of the, the sports news of, of the day. Um, you know, we'll get to to what this year looked like for the Leafs and Sens in a second. But in terms of of championships, uh, it's the Kansas City Chiefs who win the Super Bowl. Denver Nuggets uh, grab an NBA title. The Texas Rangers win the World Series, and the Vegas Golden Knights that win the Stanley Cup. I guess we'll just quickly hit on on. Each, I don't have strong takes necessarily on all of them, <laughs> but we are sort of seeing. The NHL has always been what they call a copycat league. Like whoever won most recently is what everyone else tries to build the next year. And so we're back to talking about really big defense cores, which is what Vegas had. And the part that so many teams forgot this year when they decided, well, then I'll build a really big defense is that Vegas had some unicorns. They were big and they were skilled. And if you just have a bunch of lunkheads out there who are all six five but can't clear the puck, you're not going to make it work. And yet, in Vegas, you have your Petrangelo, you have your Shea Theodore, right? You have your White Cloud. You have like guys who are big and can play, and that's what made them. And and look, Jack Eichel, maybe the ultimate redemption story because he was getting ripped and ripped and ripped as Connor McDavid's number two, and then he was the trying to be the GM and coach in Buffalo. Yeah. And then he had the neck issues and people didn't like that. He was trying to take care of his own medical care. And that's sort of where he won me over was like, no, I don't agree with the way you want me to treat this injury. I want to be able to get down on my hands and knees and play with my kids later when my career's over, I'm going to do it this way. And Buffalo wouldn't let him. And he said, then fuck you all. I'll, I'll sit here. I respected that. And so to watch that, I was hardly like a, big Vegas super fan like tuning in and rooting hard for them but watching what Vegas did and how quickly they did it coming into the league immediately being competitive immediately building a fan base um, to me that, that was a cool story to follow last spring and it's just a fantastic spot yeah to see them win yeah like I, I actually got to see them play a game that season in Vegas right and oh my god what it's atmosphere. a show. Yeah. It is a show. Yeah. Like it is, 
you don't have to be an NHL fan to go there and enjoy it. Right. Like it's not, you don't need to know what's going on. Right. It's, I, oh, the announcers over the top. It's like, it's, yep. it's all, it was like it's my first NBA game. Right. Like when yeah, we yeah. went to the first Raptors game yep. and there was so much going on that you didn't even have to watch the game. Like there was so <laughs> many different things going on to keep your entertainment. Yeah. That, and that's what this was. It was an, it was, they do such a good job. They have a DJ. They've got like the music. You can feel it in your chest. It is just brand a, new building. Brand yeah. new building. They've got showgirls dancing around. They've got, got cheerleaders. Yeah, they've got yeah. light shows. They've got like it's, before each game, they get their character out there slaying yep. the other team's character, yep. right? Like it's and it's, then it's, they march like the fans into the game. Like right. they bring them. There's a little courtyard out front. They get them all riled up, right? And they bring people in. Like it's a it's such a good job they've done there amazing. to to become a champion yep. in in five six years. However. Just wild. Uh, to the other one that I probably took the most notice of this year was the Denver Nuggets, and that was mainly on the back of Jamal Murray and you know the job that he did as a Canadian. And we were all hoping that he would go and play at that qualifier this summer, but he played through injury in the playoffs to help get the Nuggets a championship. Um, but that was the one that I sort of followed, just because you know you root for Canadians in yep. the league, and um, so that one was really fun. And we should, I guess, mention the the job then that Shea Gilgis Alexander did from the Oklahoma City Thunder. He was a great player all season, and then went and and just dominated for Team Canada at the qualifier in August to get uh, Canada qualified for the 2024 Olympics in Paris. That was fantastic as well. I don't know how much of the Chiefs you watch going to their Super Bowl drive. The Texas Rangers were. Watching them in the Arizona Diamondbacks, it was kind of two teams that weren't predicted to be there, right? The Mets had spent all kinds of money. The Dodgers always do. Uh, the Yankees fell short. The Blue Jays were a disaster. <laughs> um, I don't know if any of the rest of those caught your eye at all. Oh, well, the Chiefs did for sure, yeah. right? I'm a pack fan, and, yeah. and I'm, you know. So it's rough going. <laughs> yes, I'm hurting right now, but, you know, we, we prevail. We always do. Sure. Just, it takes time. We, yeah. We don't always have the Farves and the Rogers of the world, so I think you, you're probably better off without the Rogers right now. No, we are. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. But you, we also hold on to those names for longer than we should, too, right? When right? Farve held on, we oh honestly, yeah, like he they if way we, too long on both guys. Yes, and we would have held on longer for Farve. Like it yeah. would have. He just that's we probably would have held on for Rogers too. <laughs> It's just couldn't uh, reach him in his dark room or no, whatever he was doing. No. And it's we're the only team that has is community owned, right? Like it's yep. there's no there's no Jones holding in the right, cards no. and everything, right? To yeah. say, well, okay, here's another and thank God because <laughs> off he goes and some crazy billionaire who's just yeah. like, yeah, bring him back. I don't care. Yeah. We are known for development leagues, right? So, yeah. but to throw back to the Chiefs, like I don't know. I hate to say they could be a dynasty team like yeah and they like they've sort of stumbled a little bit late this year and people trying to figure what they are and you know it's it's travis kelsey going hollywood and like they'll be fine i think yeah as long as you have mahomes and and some of the pieces around him like they'll be as long as you have mahomes right yes he's a the nfl is that league if you have the quarterback you'll be fine he's a brady light kind of guy right as long as you keep him healthy you keep him working he's very into the game like he's focused like right he's not out partying like he's out doing social things sure but he's takes the game this serious. is his this is this his is, thing this is his yeah. life this yeah. is what he does yeah so i hate to say that they could be a 
like a ditis, whether it's back to back or things like that. Yeah, no, but you they, there could three be, out of six yes, or something there could like be that. A long era. Yes, they could be doing this. Yeah, like, and no, that's I'm... kind of scary for the rest of the league, <laughs> especially in my pack. Right, but we don't have our Rogers. Not um, at the moment, and, no. You know, but we have a good development league, and yeah, so we'll get back there. But you know, if I had to throw my support behind them, I, I would. Yeah, like begrudgingly, but sure. Well, because it's just it's cool to watch elite talent, right? Yes. And now I, people got to. sick of the Patriots, right? That was yeah. their problem. They hung on too long, yes. and everyone was so sick of the story that you're just like, whatever, but get I feel out like of here. The Patriots were hated before. Yeah, they, they weren't really. Well, Belichick's a fairly hateable guy. That's what I mean. <laughs> like they just didn't like the Patriots, yeah. right? Like whether you. you know, I'm sorry, Maddie, but like, just, <laughs> they're they're assholes. Like yes. they're just you look at them and you're like, uh, well, especially as a Canadian. Yeah, I don't like American Patriots. Right? Like, <laughs> this is not my team. Yeah. No, this is not meant for me. We burned down your white. Yeah, That's exactly. Why it's white, right? <laughs> no, it's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just uh, I can support KCC more than I could ever support. I'm with Patriots. you. So there are some hateable same, teams out there that the I Chiefs think, don't fit into yeah, that. Same yet. with the Cowboys. Yep. They have a huge following. They also have a huge hate group. Yep. Like, and I don't know why. <laughs> like, well, it is the following, right? It is. Yes. It's no different than the reason the, the Leafs, Leafs are so yeah. hated, right? Like yeah. they get too much coverage, too many people like them, and so those who don't go. Yeah, no, I'm sick of this. I'm yeah. sick of hearing about it. Yeah. And, and that's fair enough. So. No. Uh, well, why don't we talk just briefly, quickly, before we get out of here, the year that was for the Leafs and the Sens. We'll start with the Senators. Uh, another disastrous year in terms of missing the playoffs in the spring of 2023, but they do get their new owner. Um, and then you sort of think things are going to start to turn around, but they decide we're going to keep Pierre Dorian until the, the, the hammer gets lowered on a botched trade that cost them a first-round pick. And at that point, Michael Landlauer's like, yeah, no, we're, this is done. Uh, they get rid of Pierre Dorian, allow Steve Steos, who's the president, to kind of take over as president and GM for a little while. DJ Smith gets run out there over and over and over when it's clear it's done. It's poor, clear this my, is over. My, my poor ex-coach. Yeah, here, the Jennies led us to yeah. a Memorial Cup. Always had a bit of a soft spot for him as Oshawa guys, right? But yeah, it, it, it just wasn't working, and he wasn't reaching them anymore. And at some point, I remember, you know, going back to 2011 or whatever it was when the Leafs fired Ron Wilson and it had been on the back of uh, several games of fans chanting fire Wilson at every home game. And so they went out on the road and they finally did fire Ron Wilson and Brian Burke, who was GM at the time, saying it would have been cruel and unusual punishment to make him go back out there at home again and endure that. Right. So, like, at some point you just get there. And so the Sens haven't taken the step this year that they expected that they would. Uh, so Dorian is gone. DJ is gone. Jacques Martin is back in. A lot of really talented pieces, but it hasn't taken the step. This I don't know that there's shocking. any other way to view 2023 for the Ottawa Senators as disappointing. And it, 100%. Yeah. Like, it's just, I think everybody thought that there was something there. Like Even just, if you're not playoffs, yes. you'll be better. Yeah, you'll that be you better. were like... The They're bottom of the like you're now. coming back up, right? Like yeah. you're on your way up, not I don't know. Still like, last. Yeah. Is no it, one saw it, that coming. No. Is it you can't find somebody to make it gel? Is it too many personalities? That's what it looks like to me, it, right? Like a lot of really good players, they just don't play as a team. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so what do you do? Is that coaching? That's where I'd start, right? Like and clearly that's what they decided. They thought, yeah. yeah. 
but that's coaching is always like the that's the bullet I've got, yes, right? This is what I have. I'm yeah. going to use it. And then if this doesn't work, I'm gone too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. So we're using it today. Right. And I don't disagree that like DJ Smith needed to go. Yeah. He's, I don't know. I thought it was a reach when they picked him up, to be honest. I right. just didn't see him. Well, at the time they were rebuilding, they didn't expect to be good. So here's someone who can pay nothing. Yeah. And. That's usually how this goes, right? Yes. You bring in someone while you're going to be shit, and he's the guy who gets fired when it's time to turn the page. I don't know if I'm the guy that would ever do that. Like, yeah, okay. Uh, if I it's, I make it, it was his first head show, coaching gig. Yes. But I made it to the big show just to be like... Cannon fodder. Yeah. And the odds of me getting back are not good because of what happened, right? Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. It's, he was a decent coach for the Gens. Yep. Um, I'm not sure he'll get another chance. No. We'll see. Like, he'll be a, an assistant coach again, I think. Yeah. But I'm not sure he'll get another crack at head coaching. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how that shakes off loose. To, off to Europe for a pension? Is that <laughs> the, the goal now? Uh, the Leafs, well, they won a round in 2023, beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. John Tavares scores in overtime in, uh, in game six to eliminate the Lightning. That's the first time they get by the first round since 2004 uh speaking back to our college days basically uh but then they immediately get rampaged by the florida panthers who nobody saw coming uh they smash the the bruins in the first round beat up the leafs bad in the second round and take out the hurricanes in the third round you could make an argument that those were the three top teams in the eastern conference last year that the panthers punted out uh on their way to the cup final uh the Leafs this year, you know, or the, the this fall, I'm not sold on them. I, does I, it feel I, any different? It really doesn't. No. Because, like, they got by the first round. Yeah. And then we're just flattened. Yes. And you're just like, all right, well, we'll start. Like, yeah, in theory, in technicality, you accomplished something. You got yeah. by the first round. It was a step forward. But you immediately got ragdolled. Yeah. And now I, I don't think this team is better than last year's no. team. And I, I feel like their preseason pickups were no. Yeah, there's nothing to write home about. Not like, really. There's nothing that even when they picked them up, I was kind of like, I oh, thought Bertuzzi oh. would fit. Domi, I didn't Domi like. Didn't, Klingberg, I didn't yeah. like. Don't I like Domi? Like I like Marner. Like he's got heart. He wants to be there. He wants to play, but he's also an ego guy. Oh right? yeah. Like he's just. Uh, I don't know. I hate to say Sean Avery, but like, <laughs> that's what he screams to me. Yeah. It's like, I'm here and I'm whatever, right? His, his old man was like, if that's what you want, the reason you signed him was for that. Ty was different. Yeah, he had a specific job and yep. he knew how to do it and yep. when the, to do it. In the it. old, when he was there, he punched down people that were young. <laughs> like, that was his claim to fame, right? Like, yeah. He took out Lindros. Yep, but Lindros was like sixteen. <laughs> like he was like I was a big sixteen. But yeah. still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> any any adult male is going to uh, clearly punch out a sixteen-year-old, yeah. right? And okay, like I, he got to the NHL and he knew his role and he knew what to do and that was it, right? Max Dude, is a good player. Like he fit well in Dallas when yes. he wasn't expected to be the guy, and he and it's just Dallas, and, yep. and that's not supposed to be condescending. No. When a, when you're a domey in Toronto, people are going to expect that's big right. shit from you, and that's that's not him. He's a fine player, but I'm not sure he's what they needed. No, yeah, and, and he's not 
he's not Ty. He's no, not, not even close. And, yeah. and, but you watch him on the ice, and he kind of seems like he's trying a little to be like yeah. I, I thought he. I think fans had a misconception on what they were getting with these guys. I Tyler Bertuzzi is not Todd Bertuzzi. He's not a giant no. body slamming no. power forward. Max Domi was never Ty Domi. No, These were different players. And he so a, they're, they're, it, they're feisty. Like, they're yes. agitators. Yep. As you said, more like a Sean Avery or yep. a Brad Marchand. Not as good as no. those two, but but Fair. that type of yes. guy, instead of the big hitting, the power, the forward, fighting. Liner, yeah. yeah, no, that's not these guys. Yeah. And, He's still a fourth liner. He's just a fourth liner agitator, not a... yeah like. He might be slightly better than a fourth liner, yeah, okay. but maybe I'm not giving him enough credit. But but this team just doesn't to me feel like it's any further ahead than it was at this time last year. No, I, I think it's that you technically no like you uh, like we talked about they checked off the yeah. win around thing, but like good for you. Yeah. I did. You're gonna they have to win add, three of those. Yes, <laughs> like they didn't add anything to make it step yeah. over that line. I think they're in a very similar spot, if not slightly worse than what they were a year ago. Uh, and, and I could agree with that. Yeah. I really could. Uh, I was at the game though, where uh, Johnny T got his uh, the thousandth point. Yeah. Oh no, that there. was the, that was in Long Island. No. Um, yeah, you were the one. You were at the one where they were acknowledged him acknowledged. or yeah, or they gave skipped the, the ceremony. Gold yeah. Stick or silver yeah. 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 And it the was. silver uh, yeah. mini sticks to had the kids. His, yeah, had his wife out, and that was, was good, cool. It was very cool. Yeah, like, very cool for him to do that. And the only reason this show's happening right now is because you passed on tickets to tonight's oh, game. Yeah, you, and I, I, you and I could be sitting at. Right yep. now. We probably instead we're be. here with we're you, here. good listener, yes. talking to you people yeah. instead. So, um, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I I said uh, that I thought everybody would stick around. They yeah clearly like bailed the, on the, us. The Christmas party. Uh, we could have been there. We, we could have bailed been, on the family. There were likely and... good tickets. We came up. <laughs> no yeah. doubt. Uh, look, it's it's been a wild year, man. It's been a long. Uh, a lot of these news stories, and some of them we didn't get to, like the Chinese spy balloon. That was a big thing for a little while, right? Like, there's all kinds of these little stories that kick around, and that you story, forget. Though did I yeah it was cool like what are you looking for and like over nebraska yeah. <laughs> and i get it it just floats where it flows yeah. right like how the and Wouldn't the americans awesome have them over other countries there though like that that's where their military buildup is <laughs> holy <laughs> shit we yeah. just discovered nebraska. their super weapon yeah. Yeah. is in, in omaha nebraska, nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly where, where you wouldn't expect it right china knew china, china knew, knew that's yeah. where to look for yeah. it Things drifting up into Saskatoon. You're like, yeah, it's not here. <laughs> like, we got nothing here. And that a lot was of like corn. A two, three day news. Yeah. And before they blew it out. Yeah, they were just like, screw it. Yeah. Fuck that. And it reminds me of the uh, the uh, the principal Skinner balloon. Remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. Still going. <laughs> they had to shoot it down. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, 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 there's a lot of stories that I looked up, like, um, like Damar Hanlon of the Buffalo Bills, right? And he gets hit and his heart stops and, like, that was January 3rd of this year. I yeah. thought it was late 2022. Like, so it's a long year and you just can't cover quite everything. But uh, COVID makes everything seem like a long year. Well, and that right? was one of the other big stories was the technicalities, right? We relieved the or, or undid the COVID emergency measures, which was the government paying out different amounts for decent. Like COVID yeah. is still here, but treating it as a global emergency is over right yes. and and that all happened in 2023 as well and yep. man i can tell you I, I, they're starting to get rid of the ppe now like that's expiring <laughs> the only the thing I, it's yeah like, okay <laughs> yeah like this thing is still here yes. and i'm not expecting everyone to lock down again or whatever like the ones that bug me are things like 
like people refusing or saying it's unfair to ask people to wear a mask when you go to the hospital for an appointment. Like you are How at a hospital. You're at yeah. a, you can go to the Jays game. You can go to a restaurant. You can go do anything you want in the world. We're just saying when you come into where people are the sickest, could you just put on a mask? mask like, yeah. would you mind? We put it at the door. Right. It's right there. It's buy. free. It's, it's here for you. Please use the hand sanitizer. Hand put sanitizer, put on a mask. Yeah. You'll be fine. Like, could you know my mask? freedom? You're like, all right. Oh, it's all about freedom now. <laughs> and that's it. And, uh, that's maybe the one big never thing. never taken away. You can turn around and walk away it, and back to your vehicle yep. and do whatever you were doing before. I, I look at, I don't know why it took till 2023 for me to realize, but like, it felt like in March 2020, we all agreed to lock down because it was good, good for, for we needed to do this yep. to protect each other and protect society, protect the hospitals. And most people, so many people came out angrier more selfish like whether you see that online whether you see it in your politics whether you like people came out of that resentful instead of going here's something we did together right it, yes. it, it's such a the backlash has been off the charts and in 2023 maybe it's the first calendar year where it felt like all those restrictions were lifted and and we really didn't have people still felt oppressed or upset or angry with each other and and man you don't have to look any further than what we're about to see in the 2024 u.s presidential election to see the two sides of that and and the backlash that that's about uh, to play out there there is something going on in the world that's for sure people like, are mad man I, people what, are about mad. what <laughs> like what do you have to be mad about yeah. i don't understand you survived yeah. this thing we got through it even it stunk but if you put that aside what are you so upset about what is going on? Well, one of the most interesting what things, feel I, the New York Times about. did a great <laughs> podcast at one point on uh, this year about like people want to go back to what life was like before the pandemic. And that's fine. But you don't get those prices back. That was like five years ago. Like, interest and-, and inflation being like inflation just being what like inflation has come way down. It is under control, but the price of stuff still goes up over yes. five years. Right. And so it's, it's out of but like our assessment of what things should cost versus what they do cost is out of whack so yes. everyone's really pissed off and yeah. and i get it like the groceries here in canada is the one that gets everyone's attention every week right is well, houses right like, houses but that's that's come down a little it's right come like, down not to where it, it was no but it's come down it's it's eye-opening on the value yep and what it is is different than what it ever will be again right? yeah like, oh yeah adjust your our expectations yes. are out of whack that's yes. the problem our expectations right now are out of whack and look i get it when you go in a bag of milk cost what it costs compared to what it used to, it's, it's it's jarring yes but the world changes right yes. this is but the entitlement is just that like there's a difference between that's being a able big to word own. that's the word yes we are far more entitled yes. than we used to be yes <laughs> There are things to be frustrated about. It it is a tough world. Uh, as far as the podcast goes, look, I thought this was a great year in terms of um, really locking in and establishing some of our relationships. We've had big guests in the past, and and we have recurring guests. And this year, like Graham Nichols went from being somebody who we've had on remotely a few times to someone who came in studio. Kevin Mickey, our buddy from Sportsnet in Toronto, he appeared in studio. Dr. Vicki Forster, who we've had on a bunch of times, she was in Ottawa, didn't get her in studio, but I got to go have beers with her. You guys missed out. It was <laughs> awesome. And so we locked in some of these regulars and, and, and started to build our own thing, our own brand, and really establish what this show is going to be and the people who's 
you know, opinions we value. We got Brandon Robinson on the podcast now nice. laying down economic, uh, <laughs> economic <laughs> lessons for us all. And so look, these are the sorts of things that I take pride in this year. Look, yeah, we've, we've got a contact list. We can reach out. We can bring in big names when we need to. But I think the value of the show is the people who want to be here, who want to contribute, who want to be a part of it, and that now are not just like, you know, we'll reach out when we need them. No, they're, they're here. They're regulars. Uh, Steve Bunda, Michaela Schreider, like these sorts of people who've been on here a bunch of times. Uh, and yeah, now, like I said, we can add your Kevin Mickey's and your Graham Nichols and, and these sorts of people. Uh, it's been a really fun year on the podcast. Appreciate y'all being here, man. I appreciate you doing this a couple times this year and I wouldn't be surprised when I come knocking again a couple times in 2024. No I'm just happy to be named with some very legendary, uh, <laughs> that's quite a cast of crew. We're, we're doing good things here and it's cool to have these people on board and, and we're glad, uh, we're glad that all of you, are listening and, and have been a part of this. This has been a growth year again. Sometimes, you know, I've mentioned it before on the show, you know, there, there's times when it's going up and then it kind of plateaus and then it goes up and it comes to plateaus. The second half of this year has all been going up again. And, and so uh, I, I should have mentioned earlier Structured on. growth. Yeah, that's how you got to do it, right? And, and so I should have also mentioned in that group a few minutes ago, our buddy Lever Sage, who's now become a regular every Thursday on the show. Uh, great to have him on board as well. So, this has been an awesome year for the podcast. Appreciate all of you who've listened. Uh, hope you all had a very happy 2023 and I hope nothing but the best for you in 2024. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, that's where we'll wrap this up for Brandon Robinson. My name is Matt Robinson. We'll see you in 2024. Cheers.
best, everybody.